0: and welcome back everybody to another episode of money for everyone today megan and i will be talking about the importance of an emergency fund and not just the importance of one but how to establish one of your own and one of the reasons why we're choosing this topic is i know megan's had some uh personal experiences as of late but uh There's just one thing that I was always so interested in, and it's one of the most famous statistics in finance. And um, so the Federal Reserve actually conducted a survey of 12,000 households um, in the United States back in 2018. And what they found was 40% of Americans cannot afford a $400 emergency expense, which obviously is very problematic. So... Uh, I'm going to kick it off to Megan to explain why you need an emergency fund. So Megan, let's hear your perspective on first of all, what an emergency fund really is and why it's so important for us.
1: So an emergency fund is just some money in your savings account for emergencies, which I know sounds really self-explanatory, but it's so important because an emergency or an unexpected expense is going to happen. It's not a matter of if it will happen, it's a matter of when. It's a fact. It happens all the time. I always have stuff come up almost monthly that goes wrong, you know, unexpected medical bills. Maybe something goes wrong with your car. Maybe something goes wrong with your house. It, there's so many different things that can go wrong and they will, unfortunately. I mean, that's just life. So it's important to have that emergency fund because let's say you don't have an emergency fund, okay? Okay. And your car had, needs a $300 repair. Now, depending on your income, maybe you have extra income. You can spend on that. Maybe some people don't. Maybe the expense is your water heater goes out in your house. That's like five grand. Can you afford that? If you own a home now, if you don't have an emergency fund, you're probably going to go into debt for that. So you're either going to put that on a high interest credit card or you're going to have to take out a home equity line of credit or some other sort of loan. So basically, you're digging yourself further into a hole if you don't have an emergency fund. Um, or I guess if you're lucky, you can maybe borrow money from family, like a parent or something, if you're lucky like that. and then But then people then can have the option to hold that over you and stuff like that. So I think it's always good. That's the biggest reason why you need an emergency fund. And it also provides you then security and a peace of mind. And I think that's pretty much priceless to know that, okay, you know, if I get laid off, I have, you know, a couple months of my expenses covered, like it's not the end of the world. Or if I have an unexpected $1,000 medical bill, I'm going to be okay. And I think that's a great feeling to have. And that also kind of removes your money scarcity mindset so that you can feel more comfortable investing that money after any additional money that you have after you have your emergency fund established for example in my personal life right now we had one third of our fence fall over in the backyard and then on the same day we had to have two leaks fixed in our house that cost 240 dollars, and then my cat had an issue with him and we had to take him for the to the vet and that was 150 or sorry 115 dollars So, and then I had two, I had issues with my car that cost $240 and there's still more issues with it that I got to get fixed. So all of that was just over this last like two weeks. So stuff like that happens. I mean, some times in your life that are more challenging (laughs) financially, I guess, than others. And I guess this month, this last month was one of those months where a ton of random expenses popped up. And, but luckily Brandon and I have an emergency fund so that we can, take care of those expenses. So highly recommend having one.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think too, I mean, we've all been there, right? We've all had expenses with our cars. Um, we've all had expenses when it comes to maybe home repairs or uh, a medical bill or whatever it may be. And they suck guys. Like it, it's never fun spending that type of money, but I think just being mindful that it, it, life happens right life happens there's expenses that you don't plan for i used to get very frustrated and i'm i'm lucky to have parents that had a very healthy mindset when it came to on unexpected expenses like we're talking about and i remember my dad would always say like well this happens when you own a used car or like this is why you save money and this is like why you have that money so i i think it it's one of those things that It's not exciting, like paying down debt, it's not necessarily exciting to have an emergency fund, but oh my gosh, guys, like when you do face that emergency, the pride that you feel when you do have an emergency fund is just so rewarding. It's just like, oh, I can take care of this and you don't have to freak out. It doesn't have to cause you that much stress. And in Megan's situation, having an emergency fund when things and it seemed like it was like like a domino effect. Right, Megan? It was like the fence fell over and then Leo (laughs) had to get taken to the vet and then there's some other expenses. And it's like, Mm -hmm. my God, like, can we just calm it down? And I've been there, too. I've had a flat tire before that costed like three to four hundred dollars. I, you know, I had to get a replacement tire and then like there was an issue with my water pump and just all the stuff that goes into maintaining a used car uh, I had an emergency fund it wasn't that large I pretty much depleted it but um Megan what you know give us some guidance on how to establish one um first and foremost what should our listeners do first to establish an emergency fund
1: well I think first you got to figure out how much you need. So it's generally different sites and different places recommend generally, it's either three to six months of your expenses in a savings count, or they'll say six to nine months. So I would say anywhere between three to nine months of expenses is what you should have. Um, and then start saving money each month, you know, open, if you want to have a separate savings account for, I don't know, I know some people are like, oh, well, I have this savings account cause I'm saving up for a new car or a house. And then this savings account is my emergency fund. Some people like to divide it all out, or some people just like to have one savings account, they put all of their extra money in there. So whatever strategy you want to take, whatever works best for you do that and then start figuring out when you want to hit that goal and how much you need to be saving to hit that goal. And then maybe you need to tweak things along the way, or maybe, on maybe you're like, oh, I want to hit 10,000 a year from now in my savings account or something like that. Then maybe you do have a random, like an expense or two throughout the year that costs you $500 here, $600 there. Then you know, you deduct that and maybe you need to adjust your goal. Like, oh, well, I'm going to hit my goal, you know, a month later or two months later, whatever it may be. So that's my advice for how to get started with an emergency fund and how much you need.
0: And what would you say to somebody that, just keeps putting one off or doesn't think that they have the situation in place where they can save maybe they have a lot of debt maybe their expenses are exceeding their income um what would you say to those folks
1: i do believe that there are some people who are legitimately struggling and living paycheck to paycheck but i think most people you probably are spending a good portion of your money on stuff you don't need most people Okay. So do you have Amazon prime? Do you have Hulu? Do you have a gym membership you haven't used in a year? Do you have, <laughs> laughing. um, do you, yeah, how much did you we've spend? All at been the, there. Yeah. <laughs> how much have you spent at the bar this weekend? How much have, I might be clocking some people here. I'm not trying to like shame, you know, shame anybody, but I'm just saying, you know, and there's, A lot of people too around our age like how much did you spend on weed or vapes or cigarettes this last month i'm just saying so if you're spending like 200 dollars a month on like weed and (laughs) like vapes and stuff and you're saying man i just can't save any money really come on okay so (laughs) that's (laughs) i mean i'm not trying to be mean but i mean that's the case for some people i'm not saying that's all people but if you're listening to this and Maybe you're buying extra stuff you don't need at Target, a $20 decor pillow you don't need, or some sort of beauty product you don't need. for I don't know. It's So I'm going to just guess that you probably are spending money that you don't need to be spending and that you could maybe, you know, I'm going to pause my Hulu account. I'm going to pause my because you can also, yeah, like you can pause subscriptions for things. You don't need to fully cancel it. Maybe you're like, you know, over this next six, like I think now is a great time to pause that stuff because we, at least up here in Minnesota, I know most of our listeners live in Minnesota. Now you're going to be getting outside. There's more free stuff you can do outside. So now's the time to like pause your Hulu, pause your Netflix, or you're not saying that you have to, but those are just some random ideas unless, you know, you do use those and you still have... Extra money to save. So, first of all, yeah, if you don't think you have enough money to save, you don't have a high enough income to save, I think you probably do. I know that I was making like $10 an hour as a manager at a sandwich shop at 18 years old, and I was still saving, I think it was $300 a month. I was still putting away. So, I don't know. I believe in you. I believe that you can do it. And maybe it's just temporarily. Spending less on certain things just temporarily so you can reach that emergency fund goal. Also, I think another reason why people might say, Oh, well, I don't need an emergency fund because this might be on the other side of the coin. You're like, I have a really high monthly income, you know, for compared in comparison to my expenses. Maybe you're like, I make five grand a month, but my expenses are only $2,000. So if something happens, I can just, you know, use some of that extra three grand a month to go towards that emergency expense, it's like, okay, well, what if you lose your job or what if the expense that you have to pay is greater than the $3,000 you have left over? Like you don't know these things. And then again, it's like, you want to just avoid going into more debt. That's the heart of it. Avoiding going into debt and removing that scarcity mindset
0: yeah exactly. Like it, too. It, the reality of it is, guys, it's it's either you you start establishing and uh, some sort of emergency fund by looking at your expenses and looking at the things that you're constantly purchasing, limiting that dollar amount and putting that into maybe a separate savings account or just um adding to your savings account for that specific purpose, or sell your current you know assets, sell whatever you have, or go into debt. And I think the age range of our listeners varies, but I think a lot of us still have some codependency on our parents. Um, But if you take a look at where you want to be in 20 years, like by the time you're 40, if you have large ambitious goals for yourself um, and your partner and and what what your future you want it to look like, this is a habit that once you have one established then you can start focusing on investing then you can start focusing on purchasing other things you know this is so important to be financially successful because these things are going to happen so i think when you're faced with a decision to buy a new car or to invest or to buy maybe like i know springtime a lot of people are going to go out and buy new clothes and uh, buy stuff to do outside i go golfing a lot um so every time I go golfing, it's, you know, 50 some dollars for a carton 18 nip that in the bud right away, because the thing is, the reality of a savings like an emergency fund is that, again, it's just going to sit there in your savings account. But if you don't take that initiative right away and all of your money is tied up, maybe in investments that you can't really get quick money from or just in general, if you have a lot of debt because you're putting a lot of money on your credit card, that's going to sting so much more. It's it's not going to be a bee sting. Because I would imagine, Megan, if you had to compare your recent emergency expenses, like the fence falling over or Leo going to the vet and that costing money, probably felt more like a bee sting and less like a shark bite. Oh, yeah. I'll make it feel like a shark bite. Yeah. Don't make it feel like a shark bite. Don't make it stress you out. You have the power and the control. And that's the beauty of all of this is it's so in your control, especially even if you're 19, 20, 21. I remember being that age, right? And putting a lot of the stuff into savings because I knew that I could either A, go with the easier option, get instant gratification and go out and buy something. Mm-hmm. I work in sales. I am a commi- I have my base salary and I work on commission. And I recently was fortunate enough to bring in a couple large deals and, and collect the commission money. A lot of people, a very frequent question I get asked is, what are you going to do with that money? My first instinct, and this is so important, it's all about instincts and habit. My first habit is planning for what I'm going to do with that money. Yep. And the majority of the time, it just sits in savings or sits in an investing account. And I don't really end up doing anything with that money. I What I do do, however, is I say, okay, well, I did just get you know, the, the commission and I'm going to buy myself one nice thing to reward myself, but then the rest of it sits in the savings because I know at some point there's going to be an expense there's going to life is going to happen you know at this age people are going to get engaged they're going to yep. plan for marriage they're going to want to move to different cities or millennials We're gen z working from home life is out there happening and the thing is it's going to make you more financially flexible to do the things that you want with limiting the risk of going into debt long term, which could snowball into you getting into debt long and long and long term and you never coming out in front of it. So that that's my perspective of all of this is nip it in the bud right away. Um, really focus on uh, having that savings and then focus on other things. Make it a goal, um, save up $500. And I think that's a good challenge for everybody. Save up $500 in the next you know two months. Uh, reward yourself, yep. go out to a nice dinner. But at the end of the day, you have that savings fund in case an expense you know, comes, comes at you like a fence falling over or your cat <laughs> needing to go to the vets or anything like that.
1: Yeah. I think it's important to keep in mind. I think the emergency fund is kind of the foundation of the house. And then investing is more like the roof and maybe investing in like your retirement or the walls. I don't know, but pretty much think of emergency fund as the foundation. You can't start, you can't put the roof on the house first. You can't put the windows in first. You need to have an emergency fund and your emergency fund goals may fluctuate over time. Maybe you get married and, or maybe you have a house, so your expenses are higher. Then maybe you need to build up, beef up that emergency fund a bit more. So, because once you have, are in a, maybe a dual income household, then maybe you don't need to worry if one of you loses your job, maybe you can live off of the other person's income and it won't be the end of the world. So maybe, you know, it's just, it varies. It depends. So it's okay if your goals change and shift over time. And I like what Eric brought up about, you know, after he gets his commission check, people are like, well, what are you going to do with it? I think it's good that You know, you immediately think about that right away and are more responsible with it. I think it is important to reward yourself when you do hit financial goals. I think that's so important. Maybe go out for a nice dinner and an evening or something. Or, you know, if maybe it's like, I really wanted a new iPhone, you know, I got this large commission check, I'm just going to get a new phone and then the rest I'm going to invest or save or whatever. I think that's so important because you do need to reward yourself. You need to celebrate your wins because otherwise you're not going to be continue to be motivated to reach those goals if you never see any rewards or any gains now somewhat but again you need to focus mainly on the long term and on you know investing and saving and paying down debt
0: absolutely i i love the house analogy cuz it is so true like you're not building a house of cards that's easily fallen over you don't want to be building a house of cards because we all know what Mm -hmm. happens with house of cards it falls over eventually we've all been there trying to make a dang house of cards and it falls over so yeah anything else to add megan
1: no i think that's it i think that went well
0: so to wrap up here remember build the foundation then you can start adding the plants the pool the backyard start investing but until that foundation is set that's what you should be focusing on and as always you can reach us at money for at gmail.com or follow us on instagram moneyforeveryone 2021
1: and remember to feel love and gratitude for yourself others and even your money